so episode three. Episode three is oh, hold on, I've got to sort my headphones out. Episode three, Scott Sylvie. Ah, oh, it was meant to be. Episode three, Scott Sylvie. So Scott Sylvie, so he's gonna be, he was gonna be our first black pencil winner of the series, but oh, he's our second black pencil winner of the second series. One. So uh, sorry, Scott, you you've been usurped by um. Shelly Smaller, but um, Scott, well, I don't know, he's just, he's, a, he's our first designer, right? Typographer, we talked about this, didn't we? He's like getting people like that on. It's not just about creatives, is it, Billboard? No, exactly. It's about the entire process, isn't it? And I think what's exciting is we're going to hear a slightly different take on some of the campaigns that we've previously talked about on the show as well, yeah. you know, seeing it from a, a different department in the agency and yeah. hearing some of those stories is going to be great. Yeah, no, and I think he's... He's been involved in some amazing bits of work. So you're right. It'd be interesting to hear what he says about, say, 18 to 30, which um, Anton, we talked to Anton Mike about on a previous episode, or like his more recent stuff, for, um, Hope Line 19. Oh, we talked about, we've talked about Calm Project Calm, before. before and yeah. We're going to hear about that today. I'm sure. Yeah, because he's, I know he's sort of much more involved in things like creating, uh, originating logos for mm -hmm. billboards and things like that. So I think... Uh, yeah, he's going to be great. It'd be fascinating to see him. I haven't seen him for absolutely ages. Um, you worked with him, right? Yeah, I worked with him at Saatchi's under Droga. And then I sort of follow, you know, you follow people around. And I, I didn't realise he was back at um, with Anton Mike. Yeah. Uh, he, they seem to be together forever. And right, you know, do some brilliant work. So now I'm really looking forward to seeing Scott and what he's going to wear because he's meant to be. Oh, yeah. To... Uh, so I'm expecting him to turn up. He's, well, it's, it's uh, awards night tonight. So yeah. Yeah. he'll be wearing. A three piece, yeah, and a, and a spinning bow tie, spinning bow tie, right? Well, or maybe nothing but a spinning bow tie. <laughs> Let's on, see. On that bombshell, I'll go, 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 go and get. I'll go and get. Having a coffee downstairs, <laughs> holding a cup and a spinning bow tie. Okay. Scott Sylvie, welcome to Behind the Billboard. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in, mate. Um, so before we get going, we need to tell our listeners uh, what Scott's wearing today. Uh, he said that you're going to come in like full. I was, jacket. I was, because uh, campaign tonight. But uh, obviously, I'll come in with civvies. I thought it was a bit more oh, comfortable. Oh, and you managed to leave your your suit at the office. The gang suits in the office, there. yeah, and it just about fits. I was going to tell a big lie. I was going to say like he's looking resplendent, like nice dicky bow. <laughs> right, should we just edit out that first bit so you can tell <laughs> no, a lie? No, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, You're lying in advertising. Yeah, exactly. Not to lie in advertising. Lying on podcasts about. <laughs> um, well, good luck tonight. Thank you. Um, at the big awards, so is you've got stuff up there, haven't you? For the, for yeah, yeah. I is think it the hope uh, line stuff. Hope line. Uh, the calm last photo, and wow. there's some work for Great Orm Street as well that's up. And wow. I think as a yeah, we've got other stuff, but they're just the, the bits that I've You're worked. You're going to be a busy boy. Well, yeah, it's a suit and trainers, just the amount of times I'll be going up and down. <laughs> I joke, I joke. I always think it's the, um, you know, when you get the old table plan, and if you're sort of relatively close to the stage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep the show going, right? Yeah, so yeah exactly. Back. But if you buy the toilets, it's like, yeah, no hope. No, yeah, buy the toilets, you spend the night in the um, Yeah. But we, we all both want to say um, about Hope Line 19, um, sorry, my phone's going, um, amazing um, campaign. You know, won a black pencil. Yeah. Which on its own is fucking amazing. Uh, but then it led DNAD to rank you as number five in the Global Designer Director League table. Yeah. Uh, so amazing. Congrats on that, mate. Thank I mean, you. that is pretty cool. I mean, I'm and also we had Shelley on last week um, and we were talking about, which we'll, we'll do with you in a minute, the kind of the state of the industry right now and, and, 
you know, how great work is being elevated and being rewarded. Um, we asked her what the, her favorite thing is that she's been seeing out there recently, and she said the last photo was her her favorite thing out there. Oh, so, blimey! Yeah. yeah, no, well, that's high praise. Yeah, kudos. We should actually yeah. have Scott's like elevated on the sofa above us. <laughs> I'll put cushions down. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll massage your feet. <laughs> Are you? Um, so you must feel quite confident about tonight. I mean, it's such a great campaign, the Hope Lunch. Yeah, I mean, I think off the back of. You know, DNAD and and just like the way the response, you know, not just from our peers, but just the way that the the coverage it's got yeah, yeah. and how it's helped, I think, is the the main thing because I yeah, think yeah. Uh, like the the frontline Hopeline nineteen campaign, I think it was down as one of the top five charities now for the government right. in 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 that respect for right. like healthcare, and then Calm obviously is you know it's a massive massive problem that yeah. mm. you know this country has has got i think you know yes. with especially with covid and everything else i mean it was it was a big problem beforehand yeah especially in guys i mean it's i think when we were doing uh what guys hospital no no just in, oh, in so men. guys yeah. as in gentlemen yeah, yeah gentlemen yeah. i think uh it was at the time when we did project 84 it was 84 men a week from the uh, uh, the age of 18 to 50 that were committing suicide in this country it's horrible it's it? just you know, tragic. Yeah. Really and, is. you know, so anything like that is, you know, I, I just always, it's, it, it's that bit more passion yeah, you kind yeah. of put in it than, you know, just trying yeah. to sell something. Well, it's a human feeling, isn't it? You can really relate to it. Yeah. More than um, yeah. maybe a yogurt. Exactly. Um, yeah. You well, we'll, good factor. We'll come back to those in a minute, but, um, because we're, Hopeline we're won, Hopeline won a black pencil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it was a, a team team uh, effort yeah. like the guys uh, uh, Rick and Daz who uh, come up with the the TV spot like that was you know a real tearjerker yeah no it's shocking a, every every bit of it you know all the work particularly you know your your department um it's just it's great you know it's one of those things you look at and you just well just the the, the cause but then the way you've done it yeah. Um, but just wanted to ask generally, how how is life at Adam and Eve at the moment? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, great. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I've been there like four, seven years now. Really? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a long time in advertising for I was one place. Say. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, it's great. There's, you know, it's, it's a great department, like both, you know, within like the King Henry kind of Adam and Eve design department. Right. And like the creative department in general. Yeah. That, you know, there's, you know, there's some, Great clients, great work. Like everyone's really passionate about and so getting the best work out. You're the head of the design. Um, yeah, I'm one of the design directors there. We've right. got uh, there's a couple of guys like Paul Knowles as well. That right. you know, and you know, so we've got we've got a uh, like a big team now. There's yeah. like uh, I think there's ten or twelve designers. Really? That's yeah, brilliant. but I mean, it's, you know, the client base is huge. So is, is there any? Um, I know, like you, you do lots of little things on the side. Are any Scott Sylvie side hustles like on, the, like any Charlton Athletic redesigning uh, their kit? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at the moment. No, so I was asked to do that stuff for uh, CFC Media. That's great. And so that's kind of ongoing. We need to say that Scott is a huge Charlton Athletic fan. I know for my sins. Uh, yeah. Do you get talk, down there much anymore? Uh, do you know what I haven't this season? But it's, uh, it's difficult with a one-year-old as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, a tortured soul being a, a Cholton fan. Oh, I love the Valley. The Valley. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's good fun. It's a family club. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, you yeah. 
So uh, I've tried to tell my daughter once and uh, I think she liked the mascots, the chips, and then at uh, halftime she was like, can we go home now? Yeah, can I have I a like, bag no. of sweets? Yeah, exactly. You've got to stomach another half of this. So have I. <laughs> I think we lost 1-0 and then it's to travel back to, uh, you know, across London. But, uh, yeah. Then it rained. There's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's the yeah. perfect storm, isn't it? Yeah. So I asked her when we got back, I said, oh, would you like to go again or yeah. try something else yeah, before I could finish something else she was like away, yeah. something else <laughs> sure. uh, so. you're not going to come to the club shop with me <laughs> no. Like a, what, no interest no interest whatsoever well, I yeah, think so that's I wise to... though you know yeah. you don't want to sort of ruin people's lives yeah I've ruined yeah. all of my kids lives being Spurs fans they're yeah. done yeah. well I've got one, no, one, one Spurs in England brilliant I've got one daughter as a Man United fan who thinks United have never won anything because we're shit now. Yeah. Um, but then my wife is a Man City fan. So Does she get okay. the other? Does she get the other one? Now? Uh, well, the other one doesn't. It, it's, it's brilliant. My other daughter Dorothy shows literally no interest. And actually, if there's an England, if there's a United or an England game on, she says, "Who are, who are the ones in white?" I mean, it's that. <laughs> it's that crap, yeah. which I kind of admire. I, I kind of envy that. Yeah. As well, there's no a Spurs fan. You get. The, the, yeah. Uh, well, I've got a few years to wait until uh, my son's old enough to. Be yeah. taken and tortured at the valley yeah, as well. Exactly. That'd be good. An excuse to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the work in a minute. Uh, but we want to talk to you a little bit about the billboard um at the end of your street. Yes. Now Do you know what I haven't seen this yet? Oh, sorry, you, Dan. It's, you hit it from me. Gonna... It's a bit of a winner. <laughs> it's actually not bad compared yeah. to some of them. Tell, tell, who's the client? Bad in comparison to some. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, Candy Crush. Okay. I suppose brand awareness is all I can probably say about yeah. it. I think uh, I just I've got this thing. I think you know when we kind of talk about other work and like my favourite campaigns and stuff, it just feels yeah. uh, I've lazy. Yeah. Uh, it's not actually a street it looks like a railway station yeah it's a cross track it's it's the one at my station and you think there's with so much scope to do something that you can kind of engage with you've got a logo and the back of some phones and also Candy Crush is like a really massive client isn't it like everyone I know and that's that's the thing it it feels a bit I think it's a lot maybe it's just the target market and you know with social as well that it feels a bit throwaway yeah like a bit instant and then it's like not even self we should actually give it as due shall we try and describe it on the left hand side is what yeah it's uh i suppose a 48 sheet divided in two one side's got a dirty great candy crush logo on it and then the other side has got multiple backs of phones that i suppose i'm not a big candy crush fan or but yeah. There's no, there's no actual headline. There's a, there's a no. There's a. Was it underneath the logo? Ten years of fun. Ten years of fun. Okay, so that, it's the no. celebration of ten years of Candy Crush. But, but yeah. the, the logo is. Yeah, what, um, it's in gold and it's got a heart. I mean, it's not. It's not ten years of fun advertising. No, no. <laughs> it's like yeah, I, I suppose it's doing it's doing a job, but it well, just feels a bit. Like, I yeah. don't know, bland. I think for, you know, as you say, like something as big, it's a big, famous game Massive. now. Massive. And you think Someone you could have done something else with it. More active users than on Twitter. Yeah, I don't, you know. Incredible stat. Exactly. So, and you think, you know, I suppose with all the big, you know, kind of brands now, like that could have been, you know, if, if Apple did that or Nike, you know, you could still just have the logo, but just something, do something really crazy with it. Yeah. And just go, oh yeah, it's Candy Crush, 10 years. 
But yeah, it just feels a bit of a missed opportunity, especially for like where it is as well, where you could, I don't know, mm. you know, it, you've got a bit of dwell time on that. And I mean, obviously you don't need it. I mean, it, it yeah. could have been better probably spent as a, that there is some D6s, like digital yeah, yeah. display stuff that just you'd nice have thought. animations. Yeah, you'd have thought yeah. it's better on there rather than. Yeah, like a, it's perverse because it's a very modern product and a very old. Yeah, I know. And it just feels like, you you know, it's, I don't know, they've, I think they missed a trick, but yeah. you know we're talking about it, so <laughs> probably right. they haven't. Yeah, we forced you to talk. Yeah, and you know the reason we get people to do this because it start it kind of it kickstarts our conversation about what we're seeing in the industry, what we're seeing out there at the moment, what what excites you, what's not exciting you. With your design head on, yeah, you know, what are you th and thinking about outdoor? What is the stuff that's exciting you at the moment, and what is the stuff that's making you close your eyes and look the <sighs> way? And I would say the majority of it is making me close my eyes. I think there's, there's, there's not, uh, I think, I think that's actually, that's probably a little bit strong. I th you know, you see a lot of, especially like tube cards and things like that, that yeah. just don't look like they've had any time or effort put into them. I mean, I think like people, like other designers might shoot me down, but it feels like, uh, like kerning and like just, Basic lost type art. settings is a lost art. Yeah. I mean, the amount of stuff you see out there with like, you know, AWOL full points and, you know, letters that aren't looked at correctly. Mm. And you just think, oh, you know, come on. It's it's only like another, you know, it's a part of your job. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but then, you know, something that, you know, then you see something that's either brave and you think, wow, it could be, you know, like the, the Muller stuff, for instance. Right. That, the Muller Corner stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people saying it could be braver if they didn't have the logo because that's kind of the 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 yogurt and, yeah. you know, the corner. But You know that was a client decision. Yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, we, fe we featured it on our um, Instagram feed. It was something we, we got a hold of the team, we interviewed them. Yeah. Do you know the thing I loved about it the most is the spot varnish on the on the corner, yeah. on the fruit. They made it's a just point. a nice yeah. design touch. Yeah. So, but it's funny because we were just talking earlier when you've got something good in the modern world it really stands out not just because it's good but then people start to share it yeah you know and so yeah where in yeah. the old days i suppose dan and i keep saying in the old days you know you'd probably have to see it in person quite often to see a poster or you see it in the annuals at the end yeah. of the year yeah. Yeah. but now you have these social platforms someone goes oh that's nice take a photo and then you share yeah and i think you know that's got to be Oh God, I mean, I'm not a mad fan on like, oh, is it got to work on Instagram? But you kind of sort of got to go, well, is it good enough for someone to look at it and go, fuck, that's good. I'm going to take mm. a photo of it. You know, whether it goes on Instagram or you send it to your mate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That should be... Well, that's it. I think that's half, you know, uh, when when clients are kind of, you know, slightly hesitant, you go, well, you might have that as a media spend, but then yeah, it's it's going to escalate out of all, you know, proportion when, when, if, if it's good, cause it's mm. going to be on everywhere. You know, you see it all the time, like all these other, uh, people pick it up like the drum and yeah. campaign and, you know, creative uh, review. And, yeah. I, I was going to about, you know, you mentioned about tube car panels. They're, they've long been a kind of the, the butt of the industry joke yeah. because they're, you know, one of the cheapest outdoor mediums to buy and, you know, it's got great audience and there's no reason it shouldn't be invested in from yeah. a design perspective. But because it's a cheap media format, you tend to find some of those kind of direct-to-consumer brands are going on there, some of the pharmaceutical brands and the kind of healthcare products, joint care, all that kind of stuff. Um, but because it's a cheaper media format, I think someone somewhere is looking at, this is what your media spend is. So yeah. 
you know what? You get 10% of the media spend to spend on the creative. So it ends up, mm. you know, being rushed, yeah. not being thought about or, you know, not going to not going to the lead agency on it. It's like a, it's kind of almost some of those formats become below the line advertising, yeah. even though it's a, a, an above the line format. It's a, it's a really strange and I, I, maybe it's because of the the vast number of sites and and um outdoor units that are available to people to buy but it's you know it's it is they are there are some really underloved formats that mm. could use mm. a design eye or some you know some some simple thought from from creative yeah. teams who are at the top of their game no exactly and then you know then the, i think the big one that's kind of being publicized everywhere at the moment is the ba stuff yeah yeah and that's just so simple I mean, yeah, very clever idea, but just as an art directional, but it's just mm. everything has been worked out and it's, you know, it's been considered. I saw one uh, today and it, even though it's like, I wouldn't even class it as a headline, it's three lines of copy. Yeah, yeah. It's all beautifully kerned. It's just yeah. done immaculately. And you just go, yeah, that it's just not everything about it is nice. Yeah. And, and it, seems, it seems to, when I first saw it, I was thinking, Oh, brilliant! Is it really that simple? Because then I can really get involved in them. And we, we, Dan and I have talked a lot about this. We love this campaign. It's like the the copywriting. You know, just a matter of words, and you know, you've got a story yeah. in your head. And you're thinking, why the fuck? How the fuck can they get it? So, uh, but from user insight as well, saying so, you know, yeah. it's a it's a it's a checkbox that we always check when we're going through and booking yeah. flights. It is there. They've you know done a great job on the copy, as you said, five hundred different um, creatives. Um, I saw one the other day, and I thought it was spot on you know it's i was just getting off the off the train um and it said obviously uh business leisure because it's dark at five o'clock and it was like yeah you know i was walking out of the station and it's dark outside and i was like uh, contextually they've used it perfectly you've seen the weather one where they they actually art directed an old umbrella on the top and it it looks it looks at all intents and purposes like the, the poster was really sort of destroyed a bit by the rain but it's all been done yeah i was going to say the inks run yes yeah yeah. and it's like you know we've had nils on and we this was way before ba and you you talk to him and he's just someone who's furiously passionate not about just ideas but craft yeah and you look at it and you go they're in their um they're in their moment over mm. there, and and it's great to do it. Yeah, on the back of the B and Q stuff yeah, that we talked about last B&Q. year, um, and the pet stuff pet that stuff. we've been looking at. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the pet stuff with the? Um... Yeah, I mean, you know, I think all all of all of their work is just there's like simplicity yeah. in 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 it all, and you know, I, I don't mean that in a, a derogatory sense at all, because it, it's uh, just mm. beautifully just simple. Yeah, and. And that's it. Just works. No, you don't have to over egg a lot no. of stuff. I mean, they. I mean, you know, obviously, we don't just talk about uncommon, but they seem to be. I don't know. They seem to have a bit of a touch at the moment. They, you know, every agency has it, don't they? And um, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully not tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll be on the table next year. Yeah, you can throw. Yeah, exactly. Should we um, talk about your first billboard, Scott? I mean, imagine, yeah. imagine it was. Uh, not too long ago, or uh, a few, a few uh, moons. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So quite, quite some time ago now, and uh, I think like I was entrusted when I first started at Sarchi's way back in '97. Mm. Like I had uh, one of the legends, Roger Kennedy, was was my boss who employed right. me to start with, and uh, uh, 
like I think to start with, I had a bit of a light touch around like ads. You know, right. I, I'd be thrown onto like the the aerial stuff, and you know, like maybe the odd bank ad. Right. And then uh, there was this MS campaign, and I think Roger was like really up to his neck in. It was either the nursing stuff or like the army, or, or it was one of the big campaigns. And I think also at the time, like Mark Cakebread, who was also there, he. He was really busy. So it got entrusted to me. Right. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. So, you know, the butterflies start going because this is like. I was going to say, is it, daunt- is it daunting working under those two? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, uh, I remember one of the one of the things that I've, I've just kind of keep to this day is Roger, when you go into his corner office and uh, like if you took any work in to show him and you say, are you happy with it? <laughs> right. And if you didn't have conviction in what you've done, you wouldn't you'd go, well, if you're not happy, Scott, why would I be happy? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, That's actually you know, good. And it, you know, like you've, got to, you've got to have conviction, I suppose, and yeah. just go, yeah, I've done this because X, Y, and Z. But otherwise, he just wouldn't engage. It's and good. it was a good, you know, it, you know. It's nice. If you're proud of your work, then I'm happy to look at it. If you're not, yeah. then why? Yeah, you yeah why, why are you yeah. bothering? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I've and I think this it was a billboard and it was an ad van. Like, remember the, oh, yeah. the ad vans? Love an ad van. Yeah, they're so, all digitized now. Yeah, there's, I know. A, there's a company called uh, Mobile Media Group, and I know the, the the guy who runs it, and they're they're everywhere. They did some stuff with Led by Donkeys, and they're just kind of do right. textual stuff. They're good. They're really good. Yeah, good old. But this like it was, and uh, so yeah, this the. the uh, the campaign was just that you know there's so many symptoms of you know multiple sclerosis and it was just how and i think it was one of those ones that there wasn't much of a brief from the creative that it was kind of like right here you go mm. and so i started doing this stuff and it was you know i think it as you see it's kind of of an era and uh it was yeah so all, all of the type there was like layers and layers and layers and layers of like all the different like, so it, it kind of makes sense out of the chaos. It's probably the like the overarching kind of design aesthetic. And I remember I, I did it and the, Roger loved it and then the creatives loved it. And uh, it was just about to go out. And I think my studio manager at the time, or it might have been Tim Quest, yeah. rest his soul, yeah. uh, they they said, I've... Uh, what fonts have you used? Have you got clearance? Like, because we can't. Right. And honestly, I shit myself <laughs> because there was so many. I was just pulling them in from everywhere, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Daffon and you know all those kind of places at the time. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't know. And it was like, how can I unpick that? Quite a lot of clearance. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. And you know, so I, I, I felt sick because oh. uh, and, and they were just putting my leg because oh, you know you know yeah i mean you know Bastard. most of it you can't even read so <laughs> i was just like you know the the color just drained out of me and i was just like well they oh. obviously saw you pouring over this thing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and then i was just like it was literally about to go out like i think the ad van was you know revving up outside and you know brilliant it was just time to go and it was just like oh my so we God. should just quickly um explain what we're talking about so it's a poster and on the left hand side there's like about a thousand million different (laughs) bits of type all kind of entwined and you can't make head or tail of it and then just in it says what is ms and then coming out of all the chaotic type is a line for clearer answers phone and there's the phone number so it's, it's beautifully 
simple and clear. It's like a great, a classic poster. Yeah. And the question I was going to ask is, I thought um, a creative team had done it and gave it to you, but you actually did it yourself. Yeah. Didn't I, know I, that. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, so I think, you know, there's... Were they quite open to that then? Going yeah. Directly to I, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, especially now the crossover of kind of like creative team, art director. I think, you know, there's, and designers, it feels like there's a much closer link than maybe there was mm. years ago, you know, that, you know, you would like way back when, you know, you'd get the ad and then you would typeset it or, mm. you know, or there would be a scamp. Yeah. To, and I think now there's a bit more freedom of expression over mm. like how to create something in a 2D yeah, yeah. world. I like, mean, that, that actually would be a wicked digital poster as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if such a thing existed back yeah. then. <laughs> so um, we're always interested. So, you know, your first poster. Did you go down and see it? Did you take a photo of yourself with it? Or uh, I didn't, sadly. No, no. I think I, I saw it. Uh, I, I didn't see the ad van, but I, I saw the poster up. I think uh, it was on a cross track. Right. Like, and uh, so, and it, it, you know, I did feel quite chuffed when I saw it because I, I think I, I did used to keep, like if I saw one of my ads in like a newspaper or something, even if it was for uh, like a bank or something. And, like Cut it out. I, I kept it. Like I had like a bit of a scrapbook. So, I mean, it sounds really sad, but it's like, no, but I think uh, at the time it was like, you know, it, it was just, oh yeah, I've, 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 yeah, I've done my first ad. I think it's important, those things that, you know, that we spend so long working on stuff and, and putting all of that pride and passion into work. Of course you should yeah. do a scrapbook. Yeah. Of course. And, and, you know, show the, the family, you show your parents and stuff yeah. like that. I, um, I, oh God, this is like embarrassing. But I was at the airport the other day with family. I think it was for the summer holiday. And there's a thing in there, and only I will remember this, I don't know if you know, but in the airport, there's a thing called tensor barrier. Right. What it is. See, no response. <laughs> tensor barrier. Uh, tens <laughs> what it is, it's a, it's crowd control thing. So, you know, like you, you get a little, a, a, a little stanchion thing and you pull oh, yeah, 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 the elastic yeah. thing and it, yeah. it um, it directs like people. for crowd control and stuff. Exactly yeah. right. So uh, I said to the girls and Rachel, oh, "Look, tensor barrier," and they're like, "Yeah." And I'm going, "That's my first ever ad." So I was in this shitty little agency in a place called Charlotte Muse, and it was number seven and a half or eight and a half. <laughs> so and it's it like was, Harry Potter. Yeah, and I had to do a trade ad for these things in a supermarket, and fucking, oh. up. and I, I actually got away. Not a bad headline. And it never, it never left me that it was just my first thing. And so wow. whenever I see it now, there's a little kind of thing in my heart which no one else is interested in, as I can see here looking at both of your faces. No. <laughs> I'm smiling, but yeah. yeah. Next but, time in the yeah. airport. I, re I remember that ad. Tense about yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's move on to some, on some great work. Uh, Scott, we're going to start with uh, Hope Line 19. No surprises here. Um, as we just mentioned, it's, it's one of the highest accolade in our industry, which is... Um, a DNAD black pencil, which is fucking insane. So well done to yeah. you and to everyone. Um, that must have felt special. So we wanted to ask you three things. Uh, tell us how the project came to be, your role in it, and how pissed you were when you won that pencil. Right. <laughs> so uh, the project started over, no, you know, over lockdown. Right. And uh, I think it was probably the late summer Right. The the first so twenty twenty when that uh, 
the team, Rick and Darren, Rick Gayton and Darren Beresford, right? Uh, they chatted to me and said, look, we've got this, like we've been speaking to this charity, Frontline 19, and it's set up by these two uh, ladies, and I can't think of... Uh, Apologies. One of them is called Claire, and I cannot think of the other one's Don't name. Don't worry, we can put but, it in the link. Yeah. Uh, and basically, they they uh, set up this charity because, like, all these, you know, key workers, frontline workers were suffering from, you know, the, the kind of the effects of PTSD and just that they, they'd been moved departments, a lot of, like, NHS staff. So, you know, we heard some absolute horror stories of you know people that have done their bit to help but they've gone from kind of where they were kind of trained in there was i think you know there was there was people that you know say we were working in uh i think one of them was it was kind of like teenage pregnancies and you know just kind of like a healthcare worker yes uh and so she she wanted to do her bit for you know the covid kind of response unit yes and her, she ended up working in the hospitals holding like a, a tablet right. so so people could have their last chat oh my god with their family members oh my that god. were there because they, they weren't allowed, allowed in and they were going to pass away shit and so we're on these calls and i'm just like this is horrendous yeah, yeah. and so like the boys come up with this idea of Hopeline 19 yeah. and it was it's basically a phone line that uh, members of the public could phone up and leave messages of support. Right. Uh, and then by the same token, uh, like frontline workers could phone the number and like press a different button and then hear the messages of support. So, so just to kind of have, you know, if they're feeling really down that they could just, you know, bit of a, yeah, yeah, up and realise that how important a job that they're doing. Yes. Uh, so initially it was they. I think they'd got a script. So Rick and Daz got a script for a TV spot. Yes. And they said, right, we've got we've got this idea, and like uh, like it was all done on a, a shoestring budget, and uh, so it was like, right, we've got the script. We need a logo designing yes so that was the first thing to kind of like so it's 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 frontline but it's hopeline 19 so i was like okay so I'll, I'll design the logo and then after that they said look i think we've got like some coverage now we can we can do some like like press ads or like yeah. and so what they wanted to do was two campaigns in theory like the same as the phone line right. so there was like the public facing right stuff to, right to give everyone a bit of a kick up the arse going, look, you know, yeah. these guys Support need your help. Workers, yeah. yeah. And then the other side was kind of like the kind of response to that. Oh, so people right. could see okay. like in the like staff, you know, NHS staff canteens and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, you could right. not only phone in, but read the messages. So uh, the boys said to me, look, we've got the, the script, but we're not sure how to, do it in a two D kind of world, and so I come off the call, and it was one of those ones you go, "This has got to be good." Like I've I've got to try and like <laughs> blow my own trumpet. It was kind of like this. I've got to really crack this because it's yeah. it's really important. A bit, you know, like you know, we were saying before, it's not just all selling yogurts, and mm -hmm. it's uh, 
Apologies to all yogurts, by the way. You're, yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, uh, ice creams. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so I come up with a couple of different approaches, and you know, so what? This is the one, you know, the, the posters that went out are the ones that we we landed on, and it was just a kind of because I think the first, the initial run was some D sixes, right? And we just want, you know, just what I just wanted something. I mean, it could have been headline driven. It could have been, you know, whatever, but. It was just to get something that was a little bit shocking, mm. and you know, so that mm. that's kind of where the area of like that that grotesque. So can you, yeah, describe the visual so, for us? Yeah. yeah, so it's basically like a frontline worker. It's a like, portrait of a, of a yeah, 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 and then kind of mixed in with that is a shot of like a patient, and but we, what I was trying to do is to kind of juxtapose them so they. They were off, and the kind of the the nature of like the kind of the almost like pixeled you know blockiness of it is to kind of have that scrambled nature of like PTSD and you know like yeah. the kind of the trauma side, but also on first impression to just feel odd. So if you saw it, it you would automatically double tape because it you know it was just the grotesque no, nature really, of the the person they're really disturbed i mean they're really i find them really disturbing but in a brilliantly disturbing way like you said i want to know more yeah you know what i mean i'm going what the fuck is going on here yeah and being um a spotty ad man i also was thinking oh that's a bit belford it's a bit um, you know, lots of designers are like lots of photographers. Rankin did a thing with Belford, but they fucked around with people's um, face. You know, you know, I was intrigued again about how you, how you did it. That's why I was yeah. really wanted to talk to you. So, and that two, the two sides of the story being told on that same frame. As yeah, well for me, so because that that was it. I mean, there was other kind of like I suppose like case studies when we were talking to the client that there was doctors that you know had spent days just ramming tubes into people to help them breathe. And then he was in a pub garden, like this one particular doctor, and he, he just saw a kid with a straw in a drink and he just broke into tears because yeah. it was just, you know, that wow. just, you know, yeah. it just brought him back to like the kind of the traumatic Goodness. days that he's been having, long weeks. And I mean, it's, the, it's the equivalent. It was the equivalent of wartime, right? There was for, yeah. the, for the doctors on the front, the doctors and nurses on the front line, all the frontline workers who were seeing this stuff yeah, on the wards exactly, and it's just horrendous. So uh, you know that was that was the aim. It was just to get something that's really impactful, and then yeah. because there was a little bit of copy, we we wanted to kind of to say tell the story a little bit more. So it was kind of like what's what's the hero part of it, and it, it's the visual. Like yeah, get the yeah. visual, then people will stop and, yeah, and read it. The headline says uh, two in five critical care workers are suffering from PTSD. It's our turn to be there for them, and then there's a phone number. I wanted though to ask you just back to the visual again. Sorry, I got myself caught up here on the microphone. Um, did you shoot the uh, worker and the patient, or were you supplied with those images? The initial uh, poster that went out was a shot. There was a, a doctor that had taken a load of kind of reportage shots. And so we used one of the patients from that. Right. And you got and, permission. And yeah, we got permission, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and the nurse shot was, I think, in fact, it was a supplied image. And then after that one, 
because we, we were going to use some more of the doctor's images, but then some of the patients and a couple of the doctors that he'd taken photos of, I think, you know, for whatever reason, you could see, you know, they probably had enough of yeah. COVID that they wanted to disassociate themselves with, you know, just the whole yeah. the whole ordeal. So then we shot uh, like this, the one that you've got on your screen, that doctor, the uh, and the... So that one, the one, the nurse with the green outfit. Sorry, yeah, that was the initial one. Okay, and then the other two we shot, uh, like both, wow. like the patient and the uh, the nurse. They're, they're just, they're amazing images. Did you? Was it a you know a bit like like a puzzle? You know, I yeah. suppose a point after which you go, that's too, that's just too disturbing. But then you. Might have gone, oh, that's just looking a little bit. Was there a sweet spot? Yeah. I mean, it was a bit of trial and error with with the shots. And what we were trying to do is, like, like have them so it almost felt like one face, but then it jarred a little bit. So there was, there was bits that lined up and, you know, like the eyes were kind of just offset or, you know, so and the nose was a bit offset or there was a mask just where the nose would be. So it it, it didn't. It wasn't way off, mm. but it was enough, enough to kind of go, yeah. yeah. And I think that was the thing. It was that was the hardest part. And you said the first the first uh, playout was on D sixes. Yeah, I think it was animated. Then, but did they? Did they no, start? no, no, no. It so was great. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think if budget was, yeah, you know, but as I say, it was all done on a shoestring. I think it was the first. The first ones were. The D sixes above payphones, you know the BT. Oh yeah, and so they Street they gave sure. yeah they gave us uh, some free media. So I mean, which was the best media because you could just phone yeah from there. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was that kind of side of the campaign. And then did you? So you're working with the creative team and you you could self. Did you then within Adam and Eve? Because I don't know the structure how it works, but do you then have to go and show? And to Mike or Rick, or do you work as a little unit? How did it? Uh, yeah, so it was myself and Rick and Daz, and then when we kind of got to a place that we were like, I think, I think we've got got this now. Uh, then, like, and to Mike were involved on this particular campaign, so they were the ECDs on it. So we we kind of run it past them, and to be perfectly honest, they were they were happy with how it was. Right. Uh, you know, there's a couple of tweaks, you know, copy and bits and pieces, but like overall, yes. it kind of stayed near as damn it yeah, where yeah. it was from its kind of infancy. Right. Uh, That's probably why it's so good because it looks, it looks crafted, but not you know, you don't feel like you've had without you know just being respectful. It hasn't been fucked around with. It looks yeah. very pure, like someone's vision, and it's just so simple. Mm. Yeah, and I mean the client were really good as well. I mean, you know. They they understood what we were trying to do, yeah. and it was you know because they could have said oh we want our logo like massive or yeah. but they they got the reason that why we'd done it the way we had, and uh, and then yeah so the other part of the campaign yeah, I was say so then so that's the first bit and that's that's the public facing bit right? yeah yeah so what's this second bit we're looking at now so those were kind of like the the more upbeat side of the campaign that basically when we started getting i mean we the the front line well the hope line 19 phone line just went bananas 
and they had such a response for it. It was it was terrific. I mean, this you know obviously there's been case studies built around it, but I don't know the exact figures, but I know it was immense. Great, great. And so we started taking some of the actual calls and making them into posters. Just transcribing what the yeah, just saying. exactly you know verbatim. So I just quickly read one here for our listeners. Um, so it says, Daddy was really poorly last year and went to hospital and the nice doctors and nurses made him better so that we could play football in the garden. He goes in goal and lets me shoot really hard and I really like him. So thank you lots and lots and lots. So it's, it's just a very, very sweet message. But then what you've done is you've broken it down and highlighted certain parts, haven't you? Yeah, and it, I think it was it was basically, like from what we were saying before about the, the actual... F- phone line itself it was just so there was a like a, a visual response to the phone line and yeah. so you know these these posters were going up in hospitals in the staff canteens so you know people on the you know the the frontline workers on a day-to-day basis could could just see how much people were appreciating them they didn't have to phone up the the line you know to, to kind of to get the response that they wanted but it was you know, you could you could just read these posters, and I mean, you know, we we did three. If budget would allow, we could have done yeah hundreds, thousands of these things. Because probably make really nice radio spots as well. Yeah, I think you know, you know it, if you there was so budget, much. Right? Yeah, I mean, we did some uh, stuff like for PCP, like the masks and gloves. We printed the logo and just right. you know that that mm. kind of stuff, just to kind of keep it keep it running. But yeah, I mean, we would just we were just doing as much as we can to help. In the kind of the the kind of restrictions that we had, like budget wise, and it's interesting what Dan was saying, you know, about it's so weird, isn't it? it? It felt like a war. It felt like none of it, something none of us had ever experienced, and now yeah, everything sort of it does feels it's relatively normal again. I suppose you've got all the other shit in the world, like fucking Ukraine and all that. <laughs> yeah, let's forget that for a minute. Twenty five prime ministers and uh, yeah. mini budgets, and but is it weird talking about it now? Because you obviously obviously must have been really emotional just working on it, let alone being oh, in it. Do you know what it was? It was such an odd time. Like for, I know for everyone, and I was doing this. Uh, you know, this was all done from home, uh, and I was working on this. The, there was a Great Ormond Street campaign yeah. I was I was doing at the same time and I think it was John Lewis Christmas yeah. all in like the August <laughs> and that, it was just bizarre it was just you know yeah. it was just a very weird feeling that you know it, yeah. I used to come downstairs <laughs> and just like cuddle cuddle my kids and yeah. you know, it's just because it was just oh yeah. oh my you know word it was just a, yeah. and I think oh, off after this I was like, right, I just need to do something a bit more, like, feel good. Like, whether it's, I don't know, selling, like... Yogurt. Any, yogurt. Yeah, it could be in yogurt or have ice cream. Have another creams. baby. Have another baby, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I was then, but as soon as this one kind of finished, the next kind of brief was coming in, and that was calm. Yeah. So well, it was like, holy perfect, moly. Look, yeah. Like but, it, but it was, yeah. it was like, oh, my God. It was like, yeah. oh, this well, is... Look, that you've virtually done our job for us. So that's oh. the next campaign we wanted to yeah. talk about. So calm. For those that don't know, this is a campaign against living miserably, and it's set up uh, to deal with people's mental health, isn't it? Um, and there's three projects we want to talk to you about here, um, which are all, like Hope by Nineteen, all really great pieces of work. Um, all have won awards, but I think most importantly, probably all have played 
parts in, in saving lives or making lives better. Um, and so the first one we're going to talk about is the most recent, actually, which yeah. um, Dan alluded to earlier, the, the last, last photo, photo yeah. um, which is Calm and ITV, I should say. Um, so this is, again, I'm just want to don't sound like a stuck record, but it was the it's photos that people took of themselves or with their loved ones, like a few days before they actually uh, killed themselves. And so it's quite shocking, isn't it? And quite. Yeah. And I, I mean, when I saw it, I really stopped. And it was, um, I, I imagine, like you say, another quite tough thing. Yeah. And again, like as coming off the back of the frontline stuff and then onto this one, it was like, Blimey. I mean, it, uh, we were talking before, it's it's something that is dear to my heart because uh, one of my friends committed suicide. Oh, okay, uh, sorry, mate. So it was something that I'm always passionate about yeah. and, you know, I, I, I want to be involved in these projects. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this, this one especially yes. was probably the most harrowing just because you see the people. I mean, you know, we'll talk about the other ones, but mm. it was it was hard. It was really hard because it started, like, it was with uh, the creative team, was Andy and Richard, Andy Clough and Richard McGran. Yes. And so they were saying, look, we've got this idea. We're going to do this exhibition and hence the last photo. And, mm. it, you know, so they, they spoke to me about it. And, again, it started with the logo design, you know, for the exhibition because they wanted to have something that was just almost like a f photography exhibition yeah, on the yeah. South Bank and, and there was no branding, no calm branding. Right. And it was just these people. Yes. And that logo. And did uh, you design that logo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's really nice. Lovely, man. Uh, really lovely. So it was just to kind of make it feel a bit more authentic for just, you know, like the other pop-up kind of exhibitions that they have down there. Yeah. Uh, and then I think after one day or maybe two days of the exhibition went up, then there was like the reveal posters that went up with it and then the press right. stuff come out. You so know, whereabouts posters. was it? Uh, on the South Bank? Well, yeah. Outdoor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, were yeah. the posters to look like they were advertising for? No, no. It was basically, it was they were probably about a metre and a half high uh, and it, there was just like two rows of these posters right by the river mm. and i think yeah the so basically video. that sorry yeah that wow. was the uh that was the exhibition and so you could just walk in it's like you know very interactive you could walk in between and it was just pictures of people and you could scan the qr code and read the person's story yeah but you didn't reveal what happened or you, you uh that was like the the, the second kind of stage like within like the the first couple of days of the the exhibition being up yeah and yeah, I mean, honestly, we we got such a, a great response from you know we obviously mm. the, the charity reached out to like families and they there was you know the, we got a really good response of, of people that would come forward and give give their photos to yeah. to start with and you know right. be part of this really? be, to be a face of this campaign wow. which is uh, yeah and especially when. Like each one come with its own story. Yeah. And, you know, there, it was, it, yeah, it was just, I mean, it's tragic. Yeah. And I remember going down to the exhibition on the first day that it, it was, you know, it kind of opened, for want of a better word. Yeah. And 
they'd invited all the families that day. Right. And uh, like I was just walking around and just, to, to be perfectly honest, walking around to make sure it all looked okay. Yeah, I was going to say, probably doing your job. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. like there was, uh, in the end, I just had to leave because yeah. there was, you know, there was, I remember there was one, one mum and son there holding hands, touching the picture of, Right. Like their other son, right. and it was like, oh my, you know, and that that wasn't just one of them. There was like, you know, all these different families there, and it was just like, yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah, and uh, you, you know yeah. that the that story being out there and people witnessing this yeah. and talking about it, and the press and the PR that goes to help this charity of doing what they do. Yeah. And it maybe it stops someone else and it gives someone else someone to talk to. And it's, it's, exactly. it's so important for that mother and son to yeah. see that happen because if that can make a difference to someone yeah. else's life and they, if someone else doesn't feel that that's, there's kind of, it's a win for them. I know. And it was, it, it, way. And, and for me, I mean, they're like art directionally when it comes to uh, like the, the press ads and the posters for it, mm. It was just such a light touch. It was just like we don't want to overegg these. It's it's all it's about being respectful to the, you know, to the families and to to the to the dead. So this is really Tate. Yeah. yeah, and that was the kind of like a- yeah. It was trying to take like a press ad that could be like. Yeah, as you say, in the Tate Gallery. So it's, you know, the, the little bit of copy that would be the descriptor. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we had to put the logo on, but it was just try and keep it so apart as much to kind of just go, this is the story. This is, you know, you don't need any bells and whistles. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just sort of like, very... It's not quite editorial, but it's it's getting there. Yeah. It's, and it was, you know, we just wanted to... I mean, there was, there was, one, there was one of the girls, I think it was... Because a lot of the families... Uh, were very forthcoming with their their shots for the exhibition, but when it comes to like being out, I suppose a bit more of a, a, the public domain, like the posters and stuff. There was a few that were more a bit more reticent, mm, which you can yeah. you know well believe. But one of the this this girl here, I mean, you know, you've got her twenty first yeah. like shiny balloons, and it's just if anything was like you know the other ones, they're all horrible in the sense of like the story, but. You know, when you see, oh, well, she's young. It was her birthday, yeah. And then it's only a few days after that. It was, you know, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. And again, I was going back downstairs in my house, like cuddling yeah. my son, and you know, yeah. just going, "Oh my god." Yeah. So, I mean, to work on such a thing, you know, is a kind of, it's a bit of privilege, and I know, like you said, and you, you really like hope nine. You want to do it and do the people justice. Yeah. I think you have. I mean, I think. And but it's a, and you have a real responsibility to the families who have donated yeah. their photos, you know, who, who they are donating their pain yeah. for the charity as well. So That's it, and it was it was a, a real and it, it, you know it was a privilege to meet meet some of these yeah. families, like because you know I as I say I I lost a friend, yeah. but it's it's one thing losing a friend rather than like your your husband your kid, or, your, or yeah. your kid or brother, yeah. yeah it's but I, I think it's. It's becoming more and more common, isn't it? It's better that people talk about it, for one. Look at yeah. us here, we're talking about it now. But, you know, just it is more open, but it is still... It, the, the, the awfulness about this campaign is you can... You always hear those stories, don't you? Think, oh, everything was fine. 
Yeah. You know, and you look at the last photo and you say, yeah. look, the, the, yeah. you don't see the Most pain of, behind yeah. the eyes. Yeah. And then I think, you know, again, with the TV spot the boys put together, it's mm. just so, mm. it's harrowing yeah. because when you, when you get what it's all about, yeah. but you just look at these people and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, without yeah. a care in the world. Yeah. I mean, you hope we're, we're heading into a better place and that, you know, like 10, 20 years ago, you would, it, you'd barely even discuss things like this yeah. and run an ad campaign and encourage people to ring and get in touch. So it is, we're in a better world in that respect, but it's yeah. still people have. But I, I know we're about to move on to um, to yeah. Project Eighty Four, and I think that's that was I think that was a big turning point for me, certainly from working in the ad industry and seeing this, yeah, and realizing that like it was a. a Attitudes were changing, and this is, and I think Karma a huge, huge part of that. And this this campaign in particular, I think it's yeah. I mean, it's this a big turning point for our in our industry and for people who are, who need to talk about mental health. Yeah, I mean this this was the the we we did a, a campaign prior to this, but this one like was as you say the biggie. Like this one really put Calm on the map, put. I think mental health on the map, yeah. Because like off the back of this like campaign, it went into you know it was discussed in Parliament, and then they had a minister for mental health, yeah. Like and you know no small part to this in particular. What was it? Um. So it's called Project Eighty Four. Yeah. Yeah. So for I mean some of our international listeners may not be aware of of this because it's very is a UK centric stat as well. Yeah. So. Uh, this, I'm trying to think, this was pre-COVID, so it was probably yeah. 2019 yes. we did this one. And uh, so the stat at the time was uh, 84 men between the age of 18 and 50, I believe, were committing suicide each week it's in this country. It? And it is, it's, it's a, a horrible stat. And so I think the awareness around that needed to be visible. It wasn't something that you could just kind of talk about. Mm -hmm. It needed to be. And I think, you know, that's where Anne and Mike come up with you know, this this stunt, like to kind of showcase. Yeah. And again, this was uh, in collaboration with ITV. And because yeah. that, that, I think that's the old ITV the building. building. Yeah. 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 On the South Bank. Just yeah. Up the road. So, I mean, what I find interesting about it, sorry to say, <coughs> is... Sometimes when you get a stat or a fact, like you can't be sometimes in advertising a good, you know, stat or fact, or sometimes you go, no, no, we still need a strategic line and blah, blah, blah. But this, in this case, what I like about it is, it's probably why we remember it, because you go, oh yeah, the 84, something 84, Project 84, you go, what, oh, why? Oh, because that's how many guys are you going? Fucking hell, that's yeah. so, that's sort of all it, you need to know. You know, we, yeah. we obviously it's the name of our podcast. We talk a lot about posters and billboards and traditional um outdoor executions there are so many amazing physical installations that are not posters that are yeah. things that are you know it's an idea or an activation or something immersive um that are classed as out of home advertising or out of home executions and this is probably one of the best examples out there i remember a playstation thing on the oxo tower you know the the, the those physical things that just 
something for people to experience and talk about and yeah. are press worthy. And this is this is right up there with the best of them. Yeah, so it's stank. And, and to Mike came on and um, they told us that uh, I recalled the there's this 84 mannequins, uh, yeah. male mannequins, and they're all from real people's families, um, but they are much lower down. Um, do you remember? And they said, oh, yeah. And they, they said, no, no, they got to be at the top. And yeah. It was one of those moments where, I don't know, a lesser creative team, a lesser agency would have gone, all right, yeah, we'll just have them on the scene. But you, it's not iconic or dramatic. And when they got them up there, I mean, that is, that's some some sort of yeah. stunt, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, you know, it was the amount of people, I mean, you know, when when it kind of went live on ITV, I think they, they started their show that day from yeah. like outside with that in view. And just the amount of people that were just stopping. It was, yeah. you know, and obviously I can't take credit for, for yeah. their idea, but, you know, my my role was more the, the logo design and then we... With the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, again, it was just to kind of tell the story. Like, so that I'm interested because well, I'm, so for anyone who hasn't seen it, it'll be it's obviously you'll see it on the feed um, that where they, where you get your podcasts. But um, the I from the word eighty has been jumped up to the top of the E, um, symbolising exactly what you're seeing on the ITV building. And did you? Because I, I love I love the way you get involved in projects where it's a logo, whether it's to help art direction along or actually come up with your own idea. You're kind of bit of a you know um, an everyman in that respect. Um, but on so on this, how did did they come to Adam and Eve and go right? We're calm. We've got this fact over to you. And then did you say right? I'll do the logo. And am I working conceptually? How did uh, I think? I think I wasn't privy to the initial stuff. And then it was basically Anna Mike said to me, "Hello, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got you know we've got this idea. We need a logo for it. Right. So." And they told told me the idea, and then that was it. Like, kind of just went away and come up with the logo. And then they said, "Oh, we need an, like an illustration yes. drawn as well." So I, I drew like an illustration of the same mm. thing, uh, and then that that just went across. I like, remember seeing the website was great as well. Just kept that sort of continuity yeah. going. Right, we we have to move on a bit. Um, Dan's just given me the visual signal to hurry up. Stop. Okay. Um, so just one of because I want to get to the last one. Yeah, we want to okay. get uh, just to finish off on calm. Uh, the very first one you alluded to was yeah. a a letter, uh, a bus stop. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't yeah. read this. I don't know anything about it. Could you just so yeah? So this was the the first campaign that Adam and Eve did for calm. And again, this was Anna and Mike, and uh, it was we had. I think we ended up with three, but there was there was a few to start with, and they are actual suicide notes. Right, right. And they were given to us by families, and again, it was like another campaign that was all about that. Like the the kind of the copy was secondary. It was you know that was the impactful bit. I mean, yeah. you can't read it at that size, but. They were harrowing. Really. They were all run just, on ad shelves where people, there's dwell yeah, time. This there is, was, yeah, and half-page press ads. Right. Like, again, it was another one, you know, the budget was yeah. very small. Like we were, we were begging to borrow ad space from like yeah. newspapers and stuff like that. But yeah, it was... Uh, it's a pretty impactful way to start, isn't it? Yeah. And this that, is a real suicide letter. If you find it hard to read, imagine how hard it was to write. And then it... 
Yeah. And then there was just a, like, a little bit of the story about the person. Mm-hmm. But it's great. I mean, the whole campaign is is has so much dignity around it. I think that's it, it doesn't become across as sensationalist or anything. You just think, you know, you, all of you and everyone at Calm deserves a huge amount of credit. I mean, it's just an amazing and, and long, long may it be, you know. I hope so. Yeah, I really do. Because, you know, it's 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 not going away. No. As much as we're kind of trying to push it, it you know, right. it's it's not going away. No, the way the way world's going, we need things like this. Yeah. And, you know, I think um we obviously we've 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 talked about it before and we've talked about where the idea, but I think that there's huge credit to you on the design for all three of those things because Thank you. like going mm. going into those projects mm. and giving it the dignity it deserves for the for the victims and for the families. Yeah. Uh, it's all brilliant. It's all yeah. really well designed, and I appreciate think it's, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good. credit to the idea, and it's a credit to the families who have yeah. donated there. Yeah, because that takes a lot, doesn't it? To you know, make people. It becomes more powerful, and it's real. Yeah. And yeah. Like, exactly. Like, like your you said, clients weren't your clients. Your clients ended up being the families who have given you their photos and yeah. their, and their letters, and that's just a it's, it's a really hard thing to deal yeah. with. Yeah. Right. We. Uh, there's no way we can the segue do, come do on. the segue to, no- to mustard <laughs> obviously um we're going to talk briefly about coleman's mustard um uh now i i have to profess no knowledge of these uh but they look great uh they're a set of well there's six posters or nine chip excuse me um and they're all based around cricket and mustard mustard and cricket tell, tell us more yeah <laughs> so, so so basically this this campaign was I'd come back from a holiday and I, I was like I come back into the, the agency and the studio manager said, Oh, we've got you know a little something to ease you in. Like, you know, welcome back. Yeah. And so the creative team, Nick and Tom, they'd 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 written all these lines for it was up on the test matches, I think. So they were all gonna so be Adam and Eve, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Adam and Eve, yeah. yeah. And uh they they said, oh, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to write all these lines, we're going to shoot the jar, yeah, and then like whatever happens in the test match, we can just run these ads. And they were going to be like strip ads, and then there was, you know, so like contextually posters. based on what was... Yeah, done. yeah. So we, the, to start with, I was like, oh, it's a bit restrictive if we're going to shoot yeah. the jar. Because, you know, there's only so many things kind of you can actually do with yeah. a jar. Yeah. So I said, look, I can draw it. I'll just I'll just illustrate <laughs> it. And then, you know, we can do a bit more with it. Great. And uh like they were like, oh, okay, if you if you're comfortable with doing that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. And then like Coleman's is always like run with Gil Sands is their their font. Yeah. And it was a bit like, mm, you know, I don't know if that's the best thing to be doing. Right. Uh so we with the illustration kind of swap over, I said, well, how about we kind of change the font as well because it kind of, you know, just feel a little bit more, still old English, it's kind of taking heritage from their logo. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. So anyway, this is how these were kind of born. Yes. And I, I didn't think any more of it. Though It was just the campaign went out. And then the account team came over and said, uh, yeah, the client loves the illustration Right, right. Can you draw like a mint sauce and <laughs> like so it was all yeah, so it was kind of like cranberry sauce and 
Oh. I was like, okay, so I started drawing all these like, jars up. Illustrator. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, if I'd known at the time, I'd probably charge <laughs> some money for charge, it. Yeah. But, uh, I yes, outsource this to an illustrator I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he only works on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so basically, like, I started doing, and then they started doing a few other ads, and it was just like pithy lines for like mint sauce and bits and pieces. And then I, I was. Uh, one of the accounts team uh, pulled me aside and said, uh, oh, can you come into this meeting? I was like, yeah, okay. So I've, I've sat down and then there's these other guys, didn't know them from Adam, and uh, they're from a packaging company. <laughs> right. And basically, like, off the back of all this stuff, Coleman's wanted to change no. all their packaging. Oh, my gosh. So, no. So, like, I mean, all of their packaging at the time was very kind of probably based in the 70s kind of, yeah. you know, and they hadn't really changed it a lot. And so then they this packaging company was, you know, just kind of drilling me as to kind of like the, the aesthetic. Really? And so there's everything now, all of their packs have changed. There's the, there's some that are still in this illustrative style, right. like all the jars and I think it's like the dry mixes. And then all the ones like the bolognese sauce and stuff are photographic, but they've got like flat color backgrounds and it's all very pared back like right. this. Right, I'm going to go in the supermarket so, and think. Yeah, so uh, yeah, if you have a look at all the all, all the jars like for seafood sauce and all that kind of stuff, but it was just Brilliant. like a really weird kind of like what's what's yeah. going on? How things evolve. Yeah, in the business. Yeah, and it was like from doing something on the back of a holiday and like oh i can just knock up a i mean they're great they're great anyway they're so well branded i always think of that paul arden quote you know at 100 foot i should i should know what that brand is by the art direction yeah these these scream colmans are just yeah you know well it's quite iconic as well isn't it the colors is yeah yeah but you've done i mean god it's that's quite something right we're going to go from mustard to a car and we're going to do a brief chat about vw troc is that what it's called t-rock T-Rock, sorry, yeah. there you go. A man who doesn't drive a car. Yeah. Car guy. This yeah. Trock. Um, <laughs> T-Rock, right. So um, this is the, so there's a goat in the TV ad, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And it so, starts to go places. Is I don't know much. Uh, it, well. the, the commercial was like basically like it's just kind of a, a normal kind of car commercial like this, you know, SUV like driving around and then the born confident bit comes from this little goat who kind of stands on the road like confronting the car and like the like the car stops and the goat just you know the ram like yeah toddles off yeah yeah so like the the v, vw like international press shot that we were supposed to be using was this shot here yeah and it was just a little bit yeah. dry yeah 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 so the creative team again rick and daz from frontline yeah uh they were saying well look can we just do something a bit more fun with it and because he's confident it's like and you know he's a ram can we just play with media yeah so that's what we did we had uh like billboards like smashing into you know from one to another one uh there was like press ads where it run across, yes, absolutely. like copy yeah. and you know into another ad. So the ice cream—that's one of your ice cream clients. Isn't it? it is, yeah. yeah. So you would have had them on board. Right? Yep, yeah. So we had to go through, like you know, who was Good. like on board. There was, you know, there was a few different ones, and then even when it was just the 
the poster itself, like the the hero car poster. We we tried to play around. Yeah, like the special build, the special build yeah. with the ram on top. I tell you what, it's you've done a great job there because I can, you know, of course, but it's sort of like some people have just gone, okay, yeah, let's just stick the car up. It looks yeah. nice, but because you've got this property, I like it. Sort of has made it way more famous, you know. Yeah, and, and sort of. Um, I suppose talked about because I I remember seeing these um, I really like them and in fact I, I found them a bit more effective than the film because they made their point a bit where, where you, you push the media right okay uh, Dan do you fancy going on 1830 mate? we have to go go back in time a bit to the yeah. yeah so it is Charlotte Street Dave Droger Pregnant Man yep all of that the green corridor holy moly yeah um right so cast your mind back is that yeah I, I can't forget these we'll just have to say because <coughs> we're in 2022 uh this kind of work would not run today no uh in any way shape or form uh this was a different time in a different place and that place was charlotte street and you you were working with ant and mike again yeah because we we have talked about this ad we before, obviously. So we want to talk specifically about your role in yep. this ad. So tell us your side of it, because by the way, readers, listeners, there's actually no type on this. <laughs> no, no, exactly. This is this is this is the myth of people going, oh, well, why is there a designer and type on it? Because you're involved in yeah all aspects. So, so tell us your involvement. So basically, like, and Mike come back from their shoot. And they said, oh, we've got this great campaign. Because I've done, you know, I, I had been working on other bits of Club 1830 previously. Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, was, yeah, we've got these billboards. They're going to be great, like, blah, blah, blah. They sold me it. And then they said, right, okay, here you go. And these are the days where it was contact sheets. So for, like, probably the first couple of days, I was just scanning in all these different shots, cutting them out to – and. I think myself and and like kind of like probably bunkered down for two to three weeks, right. like putting these together. Like I think you know, obviously they were they, everything had been set up and shot in a way like they had a rough idea, yeah. but then you know some of the shots didn't work or the the angles were wrong, and you know there was. Oh, so there's lots of there was a lot of turn and throwing on these, and yeah, you know, without you know getting too many trade secrets out it was it was a long period and i mean and i'm talking a long time because like we we did it for a couple of weeks or so and we had to note down like which shots were what you know cut them all out put it all together before it went to retouching yeah before it even started yeah so then they did it again so you know so it was it was a really Long, I mean, a fun process, and it's yeah, you know, it's always good to spend time with like Anna Mike anyway. Like, mm. but uh, it, it, yeah, it was a, it was a long-winded process for to to get these like out the door. I mean, you know, really funny, but a labor of love, right? So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're going to spend two weeks just cut, cutting yeah, out, yeah, looking at like, having a hot, laugh with it, hot people. It's, it's, a fun, <laughs> it's a fun project. Yeah, I remember. We won't re go over it because they told us, but I do remember Ant and Mike saying. They got there and um, they got all the people and they said the night before, you know, take it easy with shooting. Every one of them got pissed out of their heads. Yeah. They said the next day it was carnage. And actually I think... Well, Mike's is, in it, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, there's a few Easter eggs in there, isn't there? Yeah. But I, I think, you know, credit to you. And um, the photographer, I've forgotten his Trevor, name. Trevor. Trevor Ray Hart. Trevor Ray Hart. And I remember seeing it and I was obviously furiously jealous uh, but in, 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 and admiring at the same time. 
and then hearing about the process and everything. And then I do recall, so I don't know if this is official or not, but I think at the time, right at the last minute, the client or something said, oh, we don't really want to run them or that you put all this work in. And then I think Drago went, you're fucking running them, mate. Yeah. And it, they, they got them to run. And then, you know, it went from nearly not happening to Grand Prix at Cannes. Yeah. Everything, DNA D pencil. So it, I know, it, it was massive. quite, I can see actually just looking at you, the yeah. sort of tiredness again. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit, you know, like most campaigns are the ones I was going to say, you yeah. must, have, you, you must, you know, having talked to us about Hope Line and, Last photo, you know, do you, do you think a good designer needs to have that sort of patience and <laughs> yes. longevity? Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been involved in some amazing campaigns, which we've said are huge amounts of craft, you know, not a kind yeah. of a bish bosh, you know, and uh, I think that really comes through in your work, you know, just, you can just feel it. There's yeah. so much, you know. And, it, and are you self-critical? Are you, uh, are you your own worst critic? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's stuff uh, all the time, like on my, my own website, and I, I take stuff off. Like, you know, you just think, all right, no, get rid of that now. Get and is it, a, now. is it a time based? Is it kind of, you look at it at the time, you go, I love that. And you look back. Yeah. And, and then it'd be like, oh, yeah, I could have done that like that. You know, I could have done that better. Yeah. Like, but, the, you know, I think that's I hindsight. Think everyone, isn't it? I think d designers in particular are the worst at it. Yeah. Because, right. you know, I think. It, uh, the from an ideas perspective is like yeah every, obviously ideas evolve around popular culture and what you're seeing and what you're inspired by um and design even more so so what is right right now is not always what's gonna be right in a week's time yeah three weeks time three months no time, exactly time. And I, I think so when you look back at your portfolio you go there are things that you look at and you go i hate it i know that is timeless yeah it's it's it's, it's I, I you try you try to keep abreast of kind of like popular culture and like everything yeah. but I, I i do try where i can to kind of have some design in a way that there is a bit of longevity around yeah. it like so you know you can still go actually they they stand up i mean not so much because these you know these these ones are quite iconic but and it's photographic based but like a lot of the other ones it's kind of like i don't tend to use like really wacky fonts if i can help it mm -hmm. like unless it screams that it needs it because you think, you know, again, you yeah. look at it and six months down the line, you go, oh dear, that was that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, fully enough, the, you know, the craft and, you know, the sort of energy you've put into the 1830, although the material now wouldn't ever happen, uh, if you take that away and just talk about it, it's incredible. You would, that shot, those shots look like they were shots, mm. you know, and that was the idea. Right. Last but not least, we're going to go NSPCC. Another Anton Mike campaign. It is. Yeah, um, this is this is going back. This is. I've called this push to the limit. I actually don't know what you called it. Do, do Anton Mike always come to you? The, the, the uh, go-to guy. Yeah, I think we've got a lot of trust. Like, yeah. but it goes both ways. You know, like obviously, <laughs> this Anton Mike. You know, most of this stuff is going to be pretty good. And I think you know, they, uh, we've 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 worked together for such a long time. Like you know, at different agencies. Yeah. They and we've we've always worked quite well together was this so. one of the first proper campaigns you did uh yeah i think it was i think this was one of the the first like i might be getting my history mixed up but i think it was one of the first big ones that and it might it was did. before 18 to 30 i think so yeah I, yeah i think adam and i had arrived at sarchi's and we saw this and 
It's amazing. It's sort of they, they, the shots are very stock shotty, like Tony Stone was the name yeah. of the day at the time, and it's beautiful, mum and a baby, and it's lovely sort of um, soft focus around it. And you think, oh, what could be nicer? And then you lean in and read the line, and it says, you know, by bedtime she wanted to shake him like a rag doll, which is pretty horrific. Yeah. And uh, that was that that was their power. Did they? come to you with an idea fully formed or did they say can you go get us some imagery how did that work how did you get here i think uh this one uh, like ant had a a rough idea of what he wanted and we went out and got a load of kind of like nursing magazines and like kind of mother and baby and stuff like that and it was kind of like i think both of us after like the initial chat was like what how would mother care right do this campaign. That's a good idea. And that was kind of... leaflets in a doctor's surgery. Yeah. That soft focus. Because uh, um, we we kind of got got to this, like these layouts pretty early on. And then the head of art at the time was like, no, you've got to, you know, try all these different things. And we we kind of had to do it because, uh, you know, this is way back when, and, you know, especially like Anna and Mike, they, they were quite a young team doing great work, but, did, you know, and uh, it was like, so we had to kind of take, you know, take the line dance a little. Dance. Yeah, dance yeah. the dance. And yeah. uh, it was, it was like, I don't, I don't think it's right. Like all these other suggestions were coming in. It was like, oh, should the, like on the shake, the baby one, should all the type be like, you know, a bit more up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like raggedy. And, mm. and it was like, I don't think it should. And uh, it was weird because both of us kind of, were of the same belief yeah. and it was like you know we could both be wrong and you know this happened my, many times in the past but you kind of go I, th- I don't but think I think they're missing do, a trick otherwise you do that Roger Kennedy thing and you go and go are you happy with it and this is what you're happy with yeah exactly go with your gut right yeah and that I mean, was it and then you know you kind of went around the houses with them danced the merry dance and that come back to these yeah and it, yeah. it was just like and you know they done you know they done really well. They were, yeah, they were amazing. Yeah, it was uh, yeah a great again just a really simple campaign. And we've got storybook in here as well. Yeah, last um, one. Yeah, art directional route from Richard and Ian. That's right. Yeah. So this um, is a while and, ago. And so so what was your involvement in this one? This, this storybook talk talk to us. Uh, so it was kind of twofold that they we had we actually designed a book like an actual book for like doctors waiting rooms and stuff like that. I think it was called Sarah's day out right. was the, and so I like that we had the illustrations commissioned and then I, I set, I basically designed the book really? and then off, off that it was like, well, we could so do the some, book came first. I think so. Yeah. That's really cool. And then the, the, the campaign was like, right. Okay. How can we do a campaign yeah, yeah. about the book? And it's so, funny because you look at it and go, Oh yeah, they've just used book art direction to do it. Yeah, create the book. Yeah, yeah, and I've still got a couple of copies of the book at home. It's like, uh, so yeah, so then it was like, right, well, let's just be true to it. Mm. And you know, although we had to put the the call to action and everything like that on on there, but it was it was just like pages out of the book, and then we kind of you know, dog you know, doggeared it, yeah, yeah, and chewed them a little bit. I remember at the time, you know, it was huge sort of kudos to yourself and the art directors whether it was Richard or Ian I can't remember you know the the team but you know you go 
you, you set upon a topic or an area. I remember Frank Budgeon's cartoon film, which used uh, cartoon children. This is like children's books. The previous one was sort of stock shot. It's once you got into that genre, it was brilliant because then you're subverting it. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I think I did it so well. The, sim the simplicity of the lines, that everything you can go, you can go childlike on it, and you can be. Yeah, you yeah. can talk to adults like they're children. Yeah, the the it's, that, it's that double take, isn't yeah. it? It's One like, of the lines is, "If smacking works, why do you?" have to keep on doing it you know and in each one unfortunately hitting your children does teach them a lesson so they're all written as well aren't they in the yeah. language of um anyway i know time's running out we wanted to finally ask you about your favorite billboard or billboards it's a, it's a campaign isn't it yeah the army uh I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia attached to these as well because like when i when i joined sarchi's like way back in the 90s it was like you know they were doing all this terrific work for the army, like Alex Taylor and yeah. like yeah. Roger was like, uh, like knocking these out of the park, and you know there was Matt Ryan and John Pallant and Adam Keane, and then I think Nick Stasinski was like yeah. involved in a lot of the army stuff and with Gav at the time. Yeah, uh, I just I just think like going way back from the start of this uh, with like the uh, the Candy Crush stuff that it was just how considered these are not only that they're very well written but just you know that that could have been a full bleed shot of yeah, yeah. of like the the kid like taking the the grain but just the way that it's been shot from inside like a tent reportage yeah just a reportage and just interesting crops yeah you know it, it to me it's just what like a good ad should be about yeah, it's the, just the headline says 17 year olds needed to work in fast food chain and then it's uh, a child carrying um, a sack of oats or f some sort of food on it, on his head, walking past, like you say, but shot from yeah inside the tent. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there was loads. It was like you know, from inside a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen thousand caretakers required, and shot from the inside of a, a car. Yeah, I mean, there was just like yeah, it was. I just thought they were brilliant. Like at the time, it's they just, stand up though. That was, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could put you could run that now, yeah. and it would yeah. still be you know. I was about to accolades. say exactly, it's a timeless. It's a timeless yeah. We had campaign. Alex on the show. She we did a lot of silk cut, a lot of army. She yeah. was, she was immense. Well, sir, thank you, God. That I feel quite emotional. It's quite a journey. So the the very very last question yeah. is um, design tips for people looking in looking at designing for outdoor and what should they be thinking? Yeah, do you have oh. any rules you live by, or do you like like little um. Uh, Scott Sylvie mantras. I think I, I would say no. I don't. I don't have a style per se. I'd like to put my my own take on it and and try and have some kind of interesting way. Or uh, especially with like the logo designs that we've talked about, is to tell a story within them rather than just kind of being right a logo. Yeah, uh, I can see. I that. suppose. Try not to use the same font twice unless it's for a particular <laughs> client. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just, just, I think it just craft, yeah. I think is the main one. And just, you know, spend a bit of time on what you're doing. I know, like, especially in this day and age, the time is very much of the essence. And a lot of, you know, things get hurried through and it's, you know, deliverables, especially are a lot quicker now. But uh, yeah, it's, just take a bit of time over your stuff. Make sure you're happy with it. Make sure you yeah. Absolutely. If you're happy, 
Yeah. Now, I, I'd have to say that for, that's a great thing I'm going to remember. To, I love Roger, by the way. Roger, if you're listening, we... we um, Do you know what I yeah, think? Yeah, looking through your body of work and the and what you've chosen as your favourite ever billboard is that the... And what we've been talking about with some of the formats and mediums and the under, under-loved formats is that your work is very considered, I think, from design perspective obviously is what you do yeah. but if, if we look at that all of that together it's we look at the calm stuff it's considerate is that we look at the um the hope line stuff it is it's it feels very 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 on brand but and you've done what is an incredibly hard job make look for us as as kind of consumers very very simple so yeah yeah. So, no, it's a well, thank real um, skill. Well, thank you for coming in. I know you've oh, my pleasure. busy day. Good luck uh, this evening and with everything at Adam and Eve. Say hello to Anton Mike for us. I will do. Hope you're on your feet a lot tonight. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Good. Thanks for to it. Thank you. So that was lovely, wasn't it? That was really nice. Yeah. I, it's actually quite, it was actually quite emotional in the middle. Oh, God, don't. The... Oh, no. I actually thought. He and was going to cry, yeah, or I was going to cry. He was you? talking about his friend, and and off air we've had another conversation about that. And it's obviously quite a... Yeah. You know, I think... I mean, we talked about it last week as well. You know, your best work comes out when you're passionate about something. Shelley last week talked about the the Zimbabwean ad, and yeah. it, it was a natural place for them, the four of them to go on that project. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it was so emotive and what was happening on their own doorstep, you know, just next door in, in South Africa. Yes. And today, talking to uh, to Scott about that and, and about, you know, what's what has traditionally been in the advertising world, something that is unspoken about mental yeah. health issues and... Um, not something that is really hits mainstream advertising. Um, no. And it's great to have charities like Calm and um, and big companies like ITV getting behind that message yeah, and making sure huge. that message gets out there. Yeah, no, it um, feels like a certain sort of animal can handle those projects. You know, Adam and Eve seem to do it incredibly well. Mm. Like, I don't know if we said any, but like, you know, with real integrity and humility and... You know, like I think you touched upon the the families of those people end up being your the responsibility. Yeah, yeah. the responsibility you have to the families who are, who are affected by this stuff, but also, you know, like normally you'd be sending stuff off to the client for visual approval, and yeah. you know, the yeah uh, the families have much more right to be seeing something and being happy with it and yeah. hearing the story of the mother and the son. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. It's, it's yeah, really difficult. I mean, but I think what he and all people involved in this project, they've done, they've sort of not got in the way of things. They've just mm. been, like he talks about the way he designs things, you know, it's it's just enough, Yeah, you know, and um, for that, you know, we're thankful. Obviously, uh, we did um, move on to, you know, mustard and... Oh, <laughs> that, that was great. I, I thought you were going to be, I'm keen as mustard to move on to the next. Ooh. And I, I can't believe you didn't go there. I was staring at you. But now you you've put it out there. It's yours, not mine. I have, so. I own that, Very good. Yeah. But no, it was it was really good. I think he should be, I think Scott should be the first of design, more designers to get on. Yeah. Um, th- there are many out there, typographers, designers, we should talk to about the big billboard work. Well, I mean, listeners get in touch, right? Yeah. I mean, we... we we have our we're, we're exhausting your black book at the moment and we're well we're there's a couple more in the bottom drawer so, <laughs> um, but, but no it was great it was great yeah people should get in touch with us talk about um 
talk about the great work you're seeing out there. As we said, we've had a couple in from last week. Yes. Um, so do keep showing us your great work and the great work you're seeing out there. Um, uh, a final word of thanks to our sponsor, Talon Outdoor. Um, they've obviously been big supporters of ours and continue to be. So thank you to Talon. Uh, thank you to you, Hugh. Thank you to you for being Dan. here on time today. And you know. where? And thank you to John. But John doesn't seem to ever John? be around anymore. John. 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 He used to work at John. Grand Visual. Oh, <laughs> that was no. See if we can find him next time. But next time we'll get him here at least to push the big red button. Yeah. Right. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Bye. Bye.